Hey, hey, Sanford here, your mind-body connection guy, and welcome to Unlock to Unleash EP episode number 20. And today we are joined by Mr. David. I'm going to ask Mr. David a few questions very shortly, but uh, Michael's not with us today. Um, he may or may not show up. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Trevor had an incident um, involving a dog and a snake and his mother. I don't know what that looks like. I'm just going to leave that alone. Uh, but today's topic, just before we get into things, is really, are you hanging with the right people in your life to help you realize your goals and dreams? Okay. And I just want to quantify that because people, when I, when I say to, to, to achieve your goals and dreams, they think I'm just talking about the one person. But if you're in, a, in, in, in relationships with people, it's not just about you achieving your goals. They're going to achieve their goals because you achieve yours. <laughs> and when you achieve yours, they're going to achieve theirs. And when they achieve theirs, they're going to achieve yours. It's an intermingling. It's a companionship, a compatibility sort of thing and a chemistry sort of thing to be joined with someone. It's just like any other relationship. You got to go in where you are and then you have to build and grow. And when you stop building and growing, you know it's going to fall apart. It's going to suffer. People are going to suffer. People are going to say things. People are going to blame each other. That's why you got to constantly be working on yourself as well as each other. And you got to want to do that in a way that says, yes, we are hanging around the right people to achieve our goals and dreams. Goals and dreams aren't just material things either. Goals and dreams means I want to have more awareness. I want to be more curious. I want to ask more questions. I want to get to know myself better as well as the other person. And then, of course, yeah, I wouldn't mind having this kind of house. I wouldn't mind traveling. I wouldn't mind, you know, meeting these sort of people. All those things are great, okay? So I just want to quantify that um, before we get into things. Are you hanging around the right people to help you achieve your goals and dreams and vice versa? Mr. David's sitting there and he's being very patient. Now, Mr. David uh, is at that wonderful, wonderful age where, you know, it's, it's, it's about getting together with your friends, hanging out, partying. And I think I missed that phase of my life. And this is why I, 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 I get so excited to have people on the program who are still going through that phase because they can kind of hit me up and I can kind of live through them. You know, it's my, little, it's my little way of living through them. David, uh, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, it's good to be here. Excellent. I'm a bit nervous. But <laughs> Fantastic, man. That's good. That means you're going to give your best show. I love that. So um, tell us, Dave, what you're into. Um, I'm into software development in general. Cool. Um, I was originally studying, studying an electrical engineering um, degree, and I got an internship through that, and that company loved me, and I've been working there. Um, but I have decided to not finish my electrical engineering degree. Mm -hmm and change into software engineering and information systems or IT um, because that's more, that's more about designing the software systems and designing interfaces with, with people so you're sort of trying to understand and solve problems for people instead of just interacting with trying to interface maintenance systems with um, I don't know, assembly lines it's, it's not, that, not that fun mm -hmm. compared mm -hmm. to trying to you know, talk to and understand people and then create something that solves a problem for them. Outstanding, outstanding. So, what are some of your other interests? Some of my other interests, uh, unrelated to that, I, I love chess, mm -hmm. I love soccer, uh, I love video games, I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice, man, nice. And so you mentioned that you are, uh, like to solve problems and, you know, help people kind of get to the things that are challenging them. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. try and empathize with the, the I don't know, business problem or I guess in general problem. Yeah. yeah. And so being an engineer, look, one of the first things that come to my mind, you know, being an engineer and being a problem solver, Steve Jobs instantly comes to my mind. You know, have you met, read much of his work, or have, did you follow him? I know a little bit about him. There's there's one thing that I think has inspired me a lot. I heard a story where, um, at when he was just starting college or something, mm-hmm. um, he took a course in calligraphy. Okay. And um, he 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 loved just learning random things. He loved just picking up random things. And a lot of people um, told him that calligraphy, like that's not going to help his computer science or anything like that. Yeah. But then. He still did it just because it's fun. He wanted to learn it. Yeah. And then later, when he was building um, the first version of uh, Apple products, um, he used what he learned in the calligraphy course um, to create a um, a font for mm. the Apple computers. Okay. And it was like a stylized font and everything. Yeah. And I think I think that's cool because you you wouldn't have maybe made the connection where those skills you learned in the calligraphy course could then translate into something you're trying to design for people exactly that's exactly and I'm a huge believer that one we don't do anything we don't like okay there's stuff that we do once we get into it we go you know I don't like this part (laughs) you know I don't like this part of it Uh, oh man I'm procrastinating over this bit or you know I just don't understand that bit but initially we go into because it interests us and we like it but at the same time, I'm also a believer that whatever it is that we're studying or, or getting the information for, we're going to use somewhere down the track. We are going to use it somewhere down the track. It's, it's, it's always going to come back around. Yeah. You know, to me, it's like, it's like people. You know, we have certain people in our lives, and then for some reason something happens, we argue, we fight, they disown us, we disown them. But unless you actually get to the crux of why the relationship broke down, you're going to revisit those sort of energies in your life. Those people are going to keep coming up into your life until you resolve or come to a place where you go, okay, I get that now. I get that lesson. And to me, that's called transformation. It's the same thing when we learn anything, okay? We can learn it and we're like, you know, I don't know why I'm learning this. Oh, yeah, it's fun. And yeah, 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 yeah. But then some, you're working on some project. Something happens and you go, I just need an idea. I need something here in this spot. Oh, man, I don't know. And, you know, you, you go off and, you, you know, you hang out with your friends for a night. You go to the beach and all of a sudden... It comes to you. Ah, okay. And now what you're doing is you're taking that information and you're transforming it into your business, your, it, it, into your idea. And so to me, it's, it's all relationships. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, it's, it's all about relationships. And that, that's powerful. That's powerful to me, you know. Um, so with that said, the fact is that if you're hanging around those sort of people who are interested in learning, Okay? And then they're able to take that to the next level of transforming that to bring to life whatever they're doing or whoever they're working with. I think it's super crucial. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. I think um, being around people who are achievement-oriented kind of helps you apply what you're learning to create and achieve mm. awesome things. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. I was listening to a uh, podcast, uh, one of my uh, mentors, I got to see him when he came to Australia, his name is Eric Thomas, they called him the hip-hop preacher, but um, you know, his whole story was he was homeless when he was a kid, he, he left home because he didn't want his stepdad to be his dad, you know, he was eating out of garbage cans, he was you know, living homeless, and he started going to church, and he started speaking in church, but then the preacher started noticing that 
he can actually speak and actually move people, you know? And so here we are, I think it's like 20 years later, and he's one of the top speakers in the world. And, you know, he, he's spoken with the NFL, NBA, you know, Fortune 500 companies. He goes to schools, he speaks in prisons, you know, but he was doing a piece the other day about some of the people that you hang around. He was like, I can't hang around people that tell me what I can't do. I, if you're, if you're constantly in that energy of you can't do that because of this, you can't do that because of that, you, you can't do that because they said. He says, I don't have time to hang around those people. You know, you're saying, oh, we can't buy that house because, he goes, you can't buy that house. I can buy that house because I'm going to figure out a way to buy that house. You're saying, oh, we can't go to this school or we can't go to this place. Well, no, you can't, but I'm going to figure out a way with the people around me that also help me figure out a way. Because if you're trying to figure out a way you can, you're eventually going to get there as opposed to I can't. Then, of course, your brain's going to go, you know what? Yeah. You're right. You can't. <laughs> yeah. You're going to find all those possible, not going to use lateral thinking and whatnot to mm. um, problem solve. That's yeah. exactly it. I mean, imagine you working on a project, you know, as an engineer, and you're going, well, that's as far as we can go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What are the people around you going to think? Yeah, you're going to lose a job. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you're probably not going to feel good about it either because you, know, you, you, can, you can see the possibilities. Yeah. You know? I mean, we, we, we forget. And again, depending on the age you are, you know, we forget that there was a phone called a rotary phone. You dialed... <laughs> you know, and when it was on zero, you had to dial that way around from zero, all the way, and then they had to roll all the way back around before you could dial the next number. Imagine if Steve Jobs went, "Nah, that can't be done. We can't." You know, you know his 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 psyche. What's his buddy's name? Uh, Wozniak or? Yeah, Steve Wozniak. Yeah, I think. Imagine yeah. he was saying, "Ah, you know, Steve, we can't do it." Imagine if we would have hired a bunch of people around and said, "Oh no, we can't do it." We wouldn't be speaking on this phone right now. <laughs> we wouldn't be having this meeting right now out here in the courtyard, you know, just free. Yeah, get people know? around him that could empower him. And exactly, him exactly it, man. So I just wanted to touch on three things. I heard this and I thought it was pretty relevant to our conversation. Um, the three types of people that you're going to attract in your life. One is the people that feed you. Two is the people that you feed and then three is the people that feed on you. People that feed on you. And I just thought that was super, super powerful. And I just wanted to, to kind of to, to dive into that and we'll unpack each of those. And if you, if you have an input, just let me know. Um, what's the difference between people that feed on you and people that you feed? I would probably say, I would probably look at it this way. Um, you, you ever seen a, a, pictures of whales in the ocean or sharks? And they got the other fish that, that ride on them. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they eat the little stuff off of them so they don't get infected or whatever. It's like a symbiotic know. relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. Help yeah. Each other. There, okay. there is that. There is that. But then there are the people that just sponge off of you, period. You know? This is like sharks that would then eat the whale. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, you have a, say you got, you know, uh, uncle who comes to stay at your house, you know, and he's been homeless for 15 years, and he likes that. However, he comes to your house to eat all your food. You know, you have a girl that comes over and he starts hitting on, hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? You know, you know. Or, you know, he goes, hey, look, you know, uncle, I love having you here, but we got to pay rent. Can you give us some of that? Oh, you know me. I, I'm your favorite uncle. I don't have a, you know, I'll, I'll get you next time. You know, they're just sponging off of you, you know, and that's that, that they're feeding off of you. Yeah. 
you know, are feeding on your, your generosity and your, and your greatness and your energy, and your energy, you know, because it's exhausting. It's exhausting. So that's that sort of feeding on you thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. There is that, uh, as you said, you used that fancy word, I can't think of it, symbiotic. Symbiotic. Yeah, symbiotic, you know. That, that sounds like a superhero. I'm symbiotic man, you know. <laughs> but um, there's that where, you know, you're sharing and you're, and you're caring and you're, you know, you know really um, uh, bouncing off each other. But then there's that place where they're actually taking from you. Um, you know, I, I use the... Um, that phrase, uh, energy vampire. You ever heard that? I've not, but I, I can kind of get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I mean, you haven't known me that long, but you can tell just generally off of my energy that my energy is is up. It's giving. It's caring. It's empathetic. I want to know about people. I want to help people reach their next level of their life where they want to be. And a lot of people want to be around that energy. But when the energy starts to say, okay, now let's do the work, they'd be like, nah, nah, I can't do that. It's too hard, you know. Uh, stop pushing me. You're pressuring me. You're a narcissist. That's, I don't, I don't want to do that, you know. Because it's easy to see the vision, but it's hard to do the steps to get to the vision. Yeah, the hard work to, yeah. to actually get there. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. You know, as another one our mentor said, he said, it's, um, uh, we want to, we want to, um, I'm trying to think, I just want to get it right because he might be listening. <laughs> People see what it looks like, but they don't want to do the work to do what it takes to get to what it really is. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm paraphrasing, so if you're listening, Kendra, I'm sorry, I just mucked that all up. But yeah, um, so that's, that's that sort of feeding on you thing, you know? You have people, you have people that, that have done that in your life, I mean, in a symbiotic way as well as a draining way? Uh, I was in a four-year relationship with someone that I would probably say was feeding on me yep. instead of feeding me. Yeah. Oh, I was reading. Yeah. Um, but that's over now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Can you give us an example of, you know, was this a man or a woman? It was a woman. Okay. You never know. You got to ask these questions these days. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so what was one way? Was it a symbiotic way or uh, was it she just training you? It started off as a symbiotic, symbiotic way. Mm. But then um, she was diagnosed with schizophrenia uh -huh. two years yep. into our relationship. And she couldn't function properly anymore she mm. couldn't function in society at all mm. and um, she relied on me for everything mm. and um, that got draining because I was still young like I was uh, this is from 18 to 22 okay so I was still quite young I didn't really know how to deal with it yeah. and it became a quite abusive relationship I think where mm. um, if I wasn't able to help her in a way yeah. it would you know I would be the I don't know. It would. I don't You'd know be how to I'd be the bad guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. if I wasn't mm -hmm. able to, um, you know, help her in the way that she needed. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It's a pretty amazing process. So it kind of made you have to grow up a little bit faster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the interesting thing about that is we know that mental health is really up. I don't know the exact number. You know, I'm just going to say 300 fold. You know, it's really everyone's talking about it nowadays, and it's like it's new to people, but it's been around forever. You know, they used to have rubber rooms, they called them rubber rooms where they lock you in the straight jacket and, you know, that's where you had to live, yeah. you know, and of course these places weren't hygienic and they were pumping you full of medicine. Now, people are talking about it, we can actually say you without that sort of stigma, the big stigma around it, and people are still stigma around it, yeah, you can say, you know, yeah. my girl had uh, schizophrenia, you know, my dad was depressed, you know, I have friends have anxiety, we can say that now. 
but we do still have to recognize that it's draining on us as a person who has their own dreams, aspirations, and particularly if you want to have a relationship with that person, you want to be in love with that person, you want to create some things. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you want to grow with that person. But if they're in that position of being in that schizophrenia, they're constantly in that depression, and the medication is not helping, and of course you're not helping, and they're not helping themselves, that's that's a, a triple whammy. Yeah, and if you love them though, you still want to be there for them. That's exactly And that's it. sort of why it becomes like a bit abusive, That's I think. exactly it. That's exactly it. Because they're, they're feeding on you, mm. and you're you're feeding them because you love them that's exactly you don't really I guess when you're young when I was young I didn't really see how that was an issue or as big of an issue as mm. as I can see now mm. and I, I I love it that you uh, said when you're young I can tell you some 40 50 year old 60 year olds you're still doing the same behavior yeah so it is <laughs> I, I have a friend who was going through exactly the same thing as me and mm. we broke up so he broke up with his wife yeah at the same time that I broke yeah. up with her um, he had been with his wife for 15 years mm. and he'd gone through exactly the same yeah. sort of um, abusive relationship but he'd had kids and everything so it was much harder for him okay, I get that I, de- I definitely get that so look um, so that's that feeding on you uh, let's talk about quickly the people you feed okay and folks just to be clear for those people who are always thinking about food this is not I'm, I'm feeding them spaghetti Here, here's some spaghetti David here's, that's not the only feed I'm talking about <laughs> you know, we all love a good feed I'm talking about that feed of you're sharing with them your knowledge you're sharing them which we spoke earlier about love um, you, uh, you're caring for them they're caring about you you know and that sort of as again you mentioned that wonderful word symbiotic man or symbiotic woman you know there are people that you're feeding and those people you want to care for you want them in your life you want to be around them um, you want to learn from them do you have people that in the, at the off the top of your head that, that you have that sort of relationship right now um, yeah I think most of my friends like I try and become friends with people who I think are smarter than me because mm-hmm. I, I have a kind of low opinion of myself in okay. a way I think that I'm not that smart but I think I work hard and yeah. that's kind of how I can achieve anything Wonderful. So I like surrounding myself with people who are very informed and very. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really care if they don't have like a drive to succeed. Mm-hmm. I just sort of like to have conversations and sort of pick their brain and understand like how they see the world and um, and uh, learn the knowledge that's in their head. Okay. Like I have I have this high school friend. Um, he's he's not succeeding in the traditional sense yes he's still um he's he's not studying or anything but he is probably one of the smartest people i have i've ever met and it's always amazing to talk to him he's always um he's he knows so much about history he knows so much about politics he knows so much about pretty much any topic and it's always great to talk to him that's good yeah that's that's, good so it sounds to me like you always want to be leveling up you know, you want to be able to use that information down the track, uh, share that information with people that are interested, um, be d- quite diverse in the way you are as a human being. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's to me, that's fantastic. Um, you know, for me, it, it works a little bit different. I want people to be, to want to achieve because I think we're all designed to want to achieve. I think we all have a purpose on this planet and I'm not going to hang around people that aren't wanting to succeed at something, whether that's academically whether that's entrepreneurship and whether that's family. I want my family to reach this level because I'm in their life. 
you know what I'm saying? Or I want to be in better shape, or I want to be a better cook, or we all have it. Most people don't want to say it though because they might fail, they might yeah. be judged, they might make mistakes, they might, you know, um, uh, might not do it as good as someone else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we gingerly put ourselves in this situation, this self-sabotaging situation, just as a backup. <laughs> you know, just as a backup. And it's, it's a funny thing because, to me, for people that we feed, you know, if we're feeding someone, we really think about, we want them to fail. We don't, we don't, we don't, we, we don't think about that. We want them to succeed. We want them to be better. We want to help them be better. You know, uh, but when it comes to us, <laughs> we're quickly. You know, what if I make a mistake? What if I fail? I'm not that good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an amazing thing. So it's 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 being able to switch that around and say, I want the best for them, and whatever it is they want to succeed at, and I want the best for me, which is difficult if you don't have that. People that feed us, mm. okay, which is the next one. People that feed us, you know, um, because. People that feed us are going to remind us of our gifts. But also, people are going to remind us if we're shoveling BS, which to me, that's, those are real friends. I don't want a friend just to be a yes man or a yes woman. Yeah. You know? and, and the other part about don't tell me what I can't do. Help me figure it out. Yeah, give constructive criticism <laughs> that can help you get to where you want to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even if you don't believe in it. Yeah. You go, Sam, I, don't, I think what you're doing is you know, off the charts. You've lost your marbles. But hey, if you need help, let me know. If you need uh, financial backing, or if you need, if I ain't got it, if I know someone with financial backing, or if you need some tools, or if you um, don't don't have that knowledge, and I have them, I'll give it to you. I'll share it with you. You know, I'll lead you to the right person. Yeah. I just don't believe in what you're doing. <laughs> you know, it's that it's that that wonderful thing of. Um, you know, it's not such a taboo nowadays, but, you know, when you walk to your parents and you say, I'm gay or I'm a lesbian, your parents, a lot of the time, when you read the stories, a lot of times people instantly want to disown you. Instead of going, look, I don't agree with what you're doing, but I'm, I'm glad that you found love and I'm going to support you no matter what because it's going to be tough out there yeah. in the world. My, um, my half-brother is actually gay yeah. and my dad's a Christian. Mm. And when he was first told, it was a bit hard for him. Like, he, he was very accepting, yeah. but, like, he, he still took it a bit, like... Uh, like my son's gay but mm. like he couldn't really wrap his head around it but yeah. but he still loved him and he still cared for him and he still wanted him to be happy and everything and now he's fine with it yeah so, yeah yeah that's exactly it and it's, it's like any situation you know I mean um, if you can't tell I, I am a black man so I've seen that so many times in my life as far as you know the racism and the, and, and, and uh, bias Mm. Prejudice, which a lot of people don't know the difference between the three, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Because the bottom line is, if you're racist, that is a learned and an institutionalized sort of thing. Okay, if you're prejudiced or biased, we all have that. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah. you could be. I love spinach. You can be like spinach. Oh my god, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's a bias. You, you know, you don't like that. You know, yeah. for whatever reason. You know. So uh, I think that's very, very, very important to recognize. So um, let's just quickly do a recap, David. I appreciate you joining me today. I just got a text uh, from Michael. That's probably him calling there. Yep, he's calling me. Um, <laughs> just put him on hold. Just put him on hold. He got to wait now. We're almost finished. <laughs> but he just take me said he just woke up something to that effect. But um, people that 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 we feed. Can you tell me one person that you feed? One person that you feed. One person that I feed. Yeah. 
Um, uh, oh, well, one person I can think of. Um, I'm doing volunteer work, I guess, yep. for a random business okay. that I've um, that contacted me. Yep. I'm building a web app for them. All right. So I'm guess and and we're we're kind of working closely together mm. to. Um, Optimize like it's a web app and it's a landing page for their business. Okay. And we're working close together, well we were, um, to kind of get him more recognition. Yep. And uh, I've been feeding him, I guess, my skills and whatnot yes, to exactly. help him rank higher on exactly. Google and yeah. And um, then how has uh, how has he been feeding you? Um, he's been feeding me with um, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I guess mostly, I guess just the feeling of. I just connect, I, I, actually, yeah, he's he's connected me with a few people who have, um, offered me paid gigs to yes. build other sites and you know software for them. Outstanding, so, yeah, outstanding, yeah. Man. excellent. And this last one, you don't have to mention any names <laughs> unless you want to. Who's been feeding on you? Either either in a symbiotic way or I'm taking from you, you know, this t- stealing your energy way. Yeah, I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone's um, uh, stealing energy away from me anymore. Mm-hmm. I've kind of tried to stay away from that now after that relationship. Um, but I think Michael is an example of someone that I have like a symbiotic relationship yep. with. We help each other. He like helps me meet awesome people. Like he helps me meet you. Yeah. Um, he's very interesting to talk to. He's very um, passionate and energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a can-do attitude as well. Um, yeah, I think that rubs off on me a bit more than... Because I'm very... Um, I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I do have that fear of failing at yes. things. And he, yeah. he doesn't have that, which he helps me, I guess, get around. That is. That's, yeah. You're right. Spot on the money. Because I'm a huge believer that we attract people that we need in our life. And just that we want. There's a difference. We need. Those people need to stretch us beyond where we are. Yep. And for me, I'm constantly, you know, I'm a hands-on, can-do, let's do it, you know, go in with guns blazing, you know, Western dude. Hey, boom, 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 you know, I think we got all the bad guys. Oh, we missed one. Look out, Sanford. You know, someone who's actually thought the plan through has got my back. <laughs> Sanford, you forgot about the bad guys on the street. Oh, right, 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 right. And then someone like you, you know, who's very planned, very organized, you know, in that sense of being, having that engineer's mind, you've thought about the whole town. Where are the people hiding? Where are the hideouts? You know, and so I tend to attract those people because we're supposed to play off each other. We're supposed to guide each other. We're supposed to help each other. We do that feed on you, feed me, and then we, we do that symbiotic sort of feed on thing of lifting each other up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's very important. So, folks, to me, it's like choosing a, a sporting team. To me, you know, you have people that you need to play particular positions in your life if you are playing small in your life you will not choose the right team if you're always wanting to be liked you will not choose the right team if you're afraid to express yourself you will not choose the right team and you will just choose people out of fear out of doubt um, out of what you've seen on the TV because the TV said you need these kind of things the TV makes everything so pretty it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, you know, and they all have this sort of happy ending, um, which most programs today, they have it, but they kind of have it on the underline, you know, uh, and things 
always take time. So I want us to really recognize that when you're choosing your friends, because we get to choose our friends, even our family. We, don't, we may not get to choose them by birth, but we get to decide how long we can hang out with them in a day. You know, yeah. I love my family to death, but my sisters and I know we can only spend so much time in the same room with each other because our passions are different. We will have discussions, we will have disagreements, um, but we don't need to make the other person wrong. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but my sisters are very success-focused on what their passions are. They know what they want out of their life. Um, they have fears and, and doubts like everybody else like I do. Uh, but for the most part, we want to hang around those people that are really lifting us, that really, that really do have our back. If they say, hey, if you need anything, give me a call, they're going to show up in one form or the other face-to-face, phone-to-phone, send you something, they're going to do something to make sure they're living up to what they said. So just keep in mind, folks, the people you feed, people that feed you and people that feed on you, just recognize the difference. Choose your team wisely. Um, Dave, before we close off, did you have anything you want to add? Um, I guess there's one thing. Um, uh, There's a... So the way I've thought about friends, so people in your team um, comes from uh, Aristotle mm-hmm. like he said the friends uh, fall into like three different categories they can fall into multiple of these categories mm-hmm. at once there's um, there's like a pleasure based or fun based friend mm-hmm. there's a utility based friend where like they help you out and then there's a virtue based friend where you try and help each other develop the virtues that he was that he loved so much but mm-hmm. but I think and he, he believed that the other two were temporary. Like most most friendships when you're in high school or when you're in university, mm. um, like when you go out partying all the time, they tend to be just pleasure-based. Mm. The When you're uh, in a professional context, most of them are utility-based. Mm. But then when you sort of are no longer in proximity to them anymore, you're, you're not really friends with them anymore. Mm. But the virtue-based friends, the ones where you're trying to just help each other become better people, that's that's like a proper friend it's a true genuine friend that you both care about each other and want to improve each other's um, being I guess yeah yeah that's awesome man. that's awesome thanks for that and you know I'm sure we've all heard some sort of version of what David was just saying there from some sort of speaker your favorite podcast your favorite influence or whatever all right but understand this no matter what the relationship is it takes time to cultivate all right yeah. Don't just be in a rush to go, well, this is just my pleasure friend or just, just my virtual friend. Or this is just my, what is it, what the other one, utility, utility friend. Utility. Because we tend to want to control every situation. And we try to control people. It never works out, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it never works out. So, folks, I want to thank you guys very much for listening. Also, before I close off, <clears throat> I want to mention to everybody about uh, my event coming up in December. It's called climb for mental health and I'm raising awareness of mental health Um, it's also a birthday gift to myself so each year I do a fitness challenge and this is a fitness challenge I'm doing this year I'm going over to Newmarket stairs uh, over in Newmarket just behind the train station Uh, there's 163 stairs I believe there 164 between that and I'm going to climb up and down that 100 times to raise awareness for mental health also, as I said, for my birthday, my birthday gift to me, because I love a challenge. If you're not pushing yourself, you're not, you're not going to grow. If you're not stretching yourself, you're not going to grow. Uh, also, I'm doing 
summer circus workshop. So uh, it's a cross between circus workshops and mental health workshops for youth. And so I want to raise the money for that. And then the fourth element of that is I'm starting a school. It's going to be an online as well as a live-based school. So I'm raising funds for that by putting it, uh, by developing a GoFundMe. Uh, which David is a part of. He's assisting me. He just, me just, um, him and Michael helped to put the video together. And you can go check that out on my GoFundMe page. Um, again, you can look up um, Climb for Mental Health. And that's on, uh, on the GoFundMe page. And I would love for you to donate money to it, $5,000, whatever you got. We're trying to get to $3,000 so we can raise awareness, so we can have the circus workshops, and so we can start this school. We would really love your help. Folks, make sure that you leave a comment, leave a post, tell people about what we're doing here with Unlock to Unleash EP. And we want to thank you guys very much for listening to us. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And as always, always love your mission. Peace.